Ms. Marvel is about to make her debut on Disney+, and I've got my spoiler-free review of the first two episodes right now. This review is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Merle to get three extra months free, and stay tuned till the end of this review for more info. Hello, everybody, and welcome to my review of episodes one and two of Ms. Marvel, which is making its debut on Disney Plus this week. Ms. Marvel is from creator and head writer Bisha K. Ali, based on the comic book series that debuted in 2014. The main character is Kamala Khan, a young girl in a Pakistani Muslim family who idolizes Carol Danvers, a.k.a. Captain Marvel, played by Brie Larson. And that's one of the aspects that I think is most fun about the show from the beginning, is the real-life, actual hero worship that we're seeing in the MCU. We've gotten little tastes of it here or there, but think about what we do in this world, and this reality, for all of our fake heroes, the ones that only exist in the movies. Then imagine that they were around actually saving the world, and you can see why they would have the same kinds of conventions and posters and merchandising, as they would say in Spaceballs. It's an aspect of the MCU that we really haven't delved that far into that I think is a really fun setup for this series. Kamala's family doesn't approve of her hero worship, particularly her mother, who seeks a more traditional upbringing and traditional heroes for her daughter. But Kamala finds herself on the cusp of actually becoming a superhero when she gains her own powers, and I'm not going to reveal how in this review. It's been hinted at through trailers and other things. I will say that it is not tied directly to Captain Marvel. Through two episodes, the only real connection with Captain Marvel is the fact that Kamala Khan is a huge fan and takes her inspiration from Captain Marvel. Marvel, there's no direct canonical lore connection as of right now. There's a lot to like about this show, but I think that the heart of it is Iman Vellani, who plays Ms. Marvel. This is her acting debut, and she's a real natural in this role. She is wholly believable as a young girl who's already overwhelmed with the life of a teenager, basically its own kind of double life. Then you add in the real double life of being a superhero and trying to figure out your powers, all the different training. We've seen these beats in some movies and TV shows before, but Iman Vellani really does bring a lot to this character, which already has a lot going for it on the page. It really is an infectious energy, and one of my favorite moments in these first couple episodes is one where Iman Vellani does a song and dance to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, which is a great song from the 1960s if you haven't heard it. You, you probably have. It really does capture that kind of purity and infectious energy of somebody who's that age. It takes you back to, you know, when you used to feel that way when you had a crush on somebody in school. It's that experience, that lived-in experience in a weird way that only adults can have looking back that translates so well about this show. Stylistically, I love how these first couple episodes are presented. You have uh, things like texting sequences, which can get a little banal if you just have the little bubble on the screen. Instead, it incorporates things like neon signs and practical elements to show what people are saying to each other. There's a lot of interaction between live action and animation, not like in a Who Framed Roger Rabbit way, uh, but just different kinds of media that are mixed together, especially when you're kind of establishing the show that I thought was really well done. And then there's even things like where cameras are placed, the placement of the camera inside of a locker during a school scene that kind of freshens up some of these settings that we've seen before. Marvel has been criticized often, I think sometimes rightly and sometimes wrongly, for having a, a kind of look, a general look that doesn't allow their movies to distinguish themselves. I think that they've really improved on that with the TV side of this. And this is a very distinctive Marvel TV show. It doesn't look or feel like any of the other Marvel shows, at least 
you know, two episodes in, we'll see how the rest of the show plays out. And I think that's something else that really helps Miss Marvel stand out. Another thing that helps this show stand out is its cultural roots because Kamala's Pakistani heritage isn't just window dressing. It is a very important part of this character's identity and it's a very important part of the show's identity. This also extends the supporting cast. For example, Kamala's friend, Nakia, who feels stuck between cultural worlds and decides to run as a reform candidate for the board of the local mosque, which remains stuck in the past. These are the kinds of conflicts we've seen in high school shows before, but by putting it in the specific cultural context, I think it really helps for the relatability of people that may be outside this community. This might be the first show that they're watching that is rooted in this particular life experience. I think this is probably going to be the youngest skewing show that we've seen in the MCU in the sense that it really does seem targeted and aimed towards a younger audience in the way that WandaVision and Loki and Moon Knight were not. Those were kind of targeted towards the older Marvel crowd. I've often said as a critic that part of my job is to walk into things objectively, so I try to set aside my expectations or lack of expectations when I walk in the door, and I did the same with Ms. Marvel, but just as a real person and honestly as an MCU fan, this was not one of my most anticipated entries, upcoming entries into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. A lot of it has to do with the fact that I just wasn't particularly a big fan of the Captain Marvel movie. It's one of the Marvel movies that I did not give a positive review to when it came out. I didn't hate it, I just felt that it kind of fell flat for me. This show actually feels much more energetic. It also feels much more authentic than I found parts of Captain Marvel to be. And I also understand that there are going to be levels that other people connect to on this show that I don't because it's not necessarily aimed at my demographic. That's not to say I didn't like the show or didn't get the show. I think it's a very likable show. I'm looking forward to watching the rest of these episodes. I hope they continue to keep this focus on developing these characters. I like the characters. I hope the action doesn't overwhelm as we get into the later run of the season. But I also think that young people, particularly young girls, may develop for Kamala Khan the kind of hero worship that we see Kamala Khan develop for Captain Marvel in the show. And I think that because this is the story of a young teenage girl, the fact that it has its roots in the Pakistani culture, in the Muslim religion, there are going to be people that this show connects to in ways that it doesn't connect to me because it's not my particular lived life experience. And that's how art works. A lot of times, if you're seeing yourself reflected on screen, it's going to connect to you more deeply and in different ways. And I think that's great. In other words, yes, I liked Ms. Marvel, but I think for a big chunk of the audience, you don't need a 39-year-old white guy to tell you what works about this show because you're going to discover connections that even I didn't find. So based on these first two episodes, it is a recommendation for me from Ms. Marvel. Again, it is younger skewing. It feels a lot more like a high school teen drama. I guess the closest would probably be the first two Spider-Man movies with Tom Holland. I still think that a lot of MCU fans are going to enjoy this show, and we'll see as the episodes progress how it ties into the larger universe. But for now, I'm really just enjoying getting to know these characters and look forward to the future stretch of episodes so that I can get to know them even more. So that's the thumbs up for me so far on Ms. Marvel. What do you think? Are you looking forward to the show? Is it not something that's necessarily in your wheelhouse? Let me know down in the comments below. And before we go, I'd like to thank the sponsor of today's show, ExpressVPN.
A lot of folks think they become invisible online by using things like incognito mode, but it's probably not as incognito as you think. Tech companies make a fortune by tracking your information and selling it online, and one of them even said in a recent court filing that, quote, incognito does not mean invisible. So how can you actually make yourself as invisible as possible while online? through ExpressVPN. Every time you connect to ExpressVPN, you get a random IP address shared by many other ExpressVPN customers, which makes it harder for third parties to identify you and harvest your data. Best of all, ExpressVPN is super easy to use no matter what device you're on, phone, laptop, or smart TV. All you have to do is tap one button for instant protection. I didn't actually use a VPN until very recently, and I wasn't fully aware about just how vulnerable and how trackable I was online, but now I use ExpressVPN whether I'm at home or especially when I'm traveling because you never know what kind of unsecured wireless network you're on when you're at an airport or a hotel. ExpressVPN helps take some of that worry off of your shoulders. So if you really want to go incognito and protect your privacy, secure yourself with the number one rated VPN. Visit expressvpn.com slash Merle and get three extra months free. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash Merle, M-U-R-R-E-L-L, expressvpn.com slash Merle. I want to thank ExpressVPN for sponsoring today's review, and I want to thank you for watching it. I'll be back very soon with the latest in news, reviews, box office, and more. Until then, stay safe, and I'll see you next time. Bye.